Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at adhdessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? The second annual Parenting ADHD Summit wraps up today. But don't worry, all 28 sessions are still available on recording for the low price of $77. I did the math for you. That's just $2.75 per session. Not too shabby when you're talking about information from experts like Sharon Celine, Don Camila Brown, Ned Hallowell, Penny Williams, Ross Green, Melissa Orlov, and, well, me. Check out the link in the show notes to access all 28 sessions for your listening pleasure. And if that's not enough parenting support for you, the ADHD Essentials online parent coaching groups will begin in July, on Monday the 15th. I'll be running two sessions over six weeks. Each session will run for an hour, twice a week, on Monday and Wednesday. One session will be held at noon Eastern. The other will be held at 5 p.m. Eastern. And each week has a theme. Week one is creating systems and structures. Because that's the foundation. It's where we have to start. Week two looks at improving communication within the family and outside of the family. Week three is about managing anxiety. Week four, practicing self-care. Week five, fostering connection. And week six is about asking better questions so that we get better answers. Learn more at ADHDessentials.com slash parentgroups. I'd love to have you be a part of it. Welcome to ADHD Essentials. One of the things I've been thinking about recently is a poster that hung on one of the walls of a guidance counselor that I worked with while I was doing my internship. The poster read something to the effect of, good or bad, you find what you look for. It's summer. Some of us are excited about that, and some of us are dreading it. I often see posts on Facebook and social media along the lines of, oh, my kids are home all day now, what do I do? And I also see posts on Facebook where parents are like, hey, we're going to have so many adventures. I can't wait to start the summer with my kids. And that's really both of those sets of parents finding what they're looking for. The parent that's dreading the summer is probably going to have a hard summer. They'll have some good times and some bad times, but their main takeaway is likely to be that it wasn't that great. The parent who is looking forward to summer and the adventures and excitement to come is probably going to have a great summer. They'll also have ups and downs, maybe the same exact number of ups and downs, but they're going to have a different takeaway. They're going to think that the summer was pretty good, full of adventure and excitement and learning and fun, because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for the adventure. They're looking for the fun. So they're going to see it more. And the confirmation bias of finding what we look for is going to cause them to see the better and remember the better moments of the summer. I know that this works for me when I'm feeling cranky and grumpy and just drained and overwhelmed. I can see the frustrating stuff more easily. When I've got more time to 
clear my bandwidth or when I just remember that I will find what I look for, I typically go back to my default, which is usually happy and excited and up for some adventure. So I really want to encourage you to pay attention to what you're looking for and to see if it's serving you. Certainly there are times when we have to see the bad stuff. There are times when we have to see the awful so that we can problem solve around it. But we also need to look for the awesome. Even if it's just finding the awesome in the awful, we've got to have our eyes open for that. Back in 2012, I had the worst year of my life. In the span of one year, my career as a teacher ended, my mom got sick, my mom died, and then my car burned down. It was a lot, and I was pretty overwhelmed. I mean, I got let go literally on my wife's birthday, so I had to wait a whole day to tell her because I wasn't going to ruin her birthday for her. My mom was already sick, actually, when I got let go from that job. It was the fifth teaching job in seven years for me, so I just couldn't stick with it. If I couldn't keep a curriculum that long, I couldn't get better at the job, so I moved on. And as my mom's condition worsened, we didn't know what was going on. Things became harder and harder to manage. I was recently unemployed trying to go back to school to get a degree in guidance counseling and figure out the mental health side of school while also navigating a mom who may or may not be dying. And as it turned out, she was. And then once she had passed, I had to figure out what to do with that. My mom was my hero. It was, it was a huge loss for me. To, to have my mom pass. But we soldiered on. As a family, we, we became closer. In fact, I was out to lunch with my dad one day. It was literally a month to the day after my mom's funeral when my car burned down. <laughs> I was literally standing on the side of the highway watching a 50-foot pyre of flame shoot up off the hood of my car and not knowing what to do with it, sort of standing there and going, what's the takeaway? And that's where this finding what you look for thing comes in. At the time, I was understandably depressed. Everything was too hard. Everything was dark. And then my car burned down. And I stood there watching it burn, going, what's the takeaway? Like, what... Really feels like the universe hates me right now, but I'm pretty sure the universe doesn't actually hate me. So what am I supposed to get from this? And what I decided was that I had to stop looking at the awful and start looking at the awesome. And inside of a day, I started posting on Facebook. Today's awesome. And then whatever it was. I still do that. There was a time when I was doing it every single day, but I don't quite do it every single day anymore just because of the nature of being considerably more busy than I was back then. But it's a really effective and powerful tool because sometimes today's awesome is booking five workshops and sometimes today's awesome is pancakes. It's whatever the awesome of that day is. And I use the contraction on purpose. You guys know I like to play with words a little bit. This is a written sort of play. I write T-O-D-A-Y apostrophe S A-W-E-S-O-M-E colon. Today's awesome. And what I like about that is it can mean today's awesome, like the awesome of today. And it can also mean today is awesome and here's why. And so you can pick. Is it just this one thing was awesome about today? 
Or is it that today is awesome? And here's an example. Entirely your choice when you read that Facebook post. And entirely my choice when I write that Facebook post. So what today's awesome turned into, really, for me, was a gratitude practice. It forced me to look for the awesome in the day. There are people on Facebook who look forward to this little practice of mine. They tell me that it's one of the few positive things they see in Facebook and that it holds a lot of meaning for them, which is good because that makes me accountable and keeps me doing it. So if I go for two or three days without doing it, I'm aware of that and I go ahead and make sure I post something. It's not hard for me to figure out what today's awesome is. Today's awesome, by the way, is playing Dungeons and Dragons with my kids. I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to start a brand new campaign in about 20 minutes as soon as I wrap this up and get it posted. And that'll be great. And it's also got me thinking about what's tomorrow's awesome? What's the awesome after that? And it makes me want to create awesomes. Because sometimes my awesomes need to be bigger than pancakes. So tomorrow's awesome is that the boys and I are going on an adventure race. We're going to be running through mud and climbing over obstacles and all that kind of stuff. And then my in-laws are coming up. And we're going to be watching a movie in our backyard with my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, the boys, my wife, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, my nephew. They all happen to be coming up from New Jersey at the same time. They're not all staying here. They're just sort of traveling through. But it's going to be awesome to be able to see them. I'm really looking forward to it. So the takeaway from today's episode is you find what you look for. And if you're looking at the awful, start looking for the awesome. Because to coin a phrase that's made up of some other phrases I've coined, today's awesome will help you climb your wall of awful. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at ADHDessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, ADHDessentials.com, and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.